Welcome to the Friday Five, a series in which we cover five stories in health and science research over the previous week that you may have missed. There are plenty of controversies and ethical issues in science, and we get into many of them in our online magazine, but there are also lots of stories to be excited about, and this news roundup is focused on scientific work to give you a therapeutic dose of inspiration headed into the weekend. Last week, I talked about scientists using the supermaterial graphene to make artificial neurons. This week, it's more good news for graphene, as researchers at the University of Connecticut announced a new study in which they used graphene to help mice with their bum shoulders. The mice had tears in their rotator cuffs, jeopardizing their weekly racquetball games. But when the surgeons used graphene while fixing their tendons, the shoulder muscles in the mice grew back, which often doesn't happen after shoulder surgeries and is one of the biggest reasons for post-surgery problems in humans. The scientists managed to grow muscle outside the body in their lab and found that graphene seems to support the growth of muscle and may even prevent the formation of fat, which is an enemy of muscle growth. The researchers will now try graphene in the shoulders of larger animals in a hope to move to humans after that. Next up in the Friday Five, a breakthrough in diagnosing post-traumatic stress disorder was reported this week by researchers at Tel Aviv and Haifa universities. Currently, PTSD is diagnosed through questionnaires that are subjective and may not tell the full story. It's been found that many people with PTSD who often live in low-income communities don't get access to treatments partly because it can be difficult to identify the problem. The Israeli scientists developed a unique alternative, analyzing the microbes in our saliva. They looked at 200 Israelis who fought in the first Lebanon war in 1982 and gave them pen and paper tests asking for self-reported problems with sleep, suicidal thoughts, low satisfaction with life, and various other psychological issues. But they also examined their saliva to see how their microbes were distributed and found that the former soldiers who had PTSD, based on the regular questionnaires, all had the same microbes in their saliva. Fascinatingly, people with more years of education seemed to have microbes that were the reverse of the ones linked to PTSD. And one third of people found to have PTSD in this study based on the saliva test had never been diagnosed with it, showing the very real need that could be met with this test. And next up in the Friday Five, important research on a new device for cancer detection. Cancer can spread when clusters of tumor cells hitch a ride on blood vessels through the body. Doctors would love to know when this happens, but the clusters are tough to pick out from billions of other cells per milliliter of blood. And even if you could spot them, filtering them out to study them breaks up the clusters so they can't be studied. Sort of the Schrodinger's cat problem of cancer detection. But this week, engineers reported in Nature Communications that they've developed tiny sensors with parts about 1 70th the width of one hair on your head that could catch these clusters while letting individual non-cancerous cells through, and they could help figure out if the clusters are cancer. In the research, the engineers took blood from people with prostate and ovarian cancer and used the sensors to catch two cell clusters all the way up to 100 cells. They caught hundreds of these clusters and found that they expressed different genes depending on the individual patient, which is critical to know for making personalized gene therapies. The researchers said they believe these filters are the future of precision medicine. Moving along to the anatomy of pill taking. If you want to let your body do a better job of absorbing the pills you swallow, you'll want to lean forward and listen closely as I talk about this next study, and then maybe lay down on the floor on your right side. Researchers from Johns Hopkins found that posture is critical to how pills are absorbed. When lying on your right side, a pill takes just 10 minutes to dissolve. That's compared to 23 minutes when you're standing, 
and over 100 minutes laying on your left side. The reason is that most pills start working only when your stomach sends them into your intestine. And because your right-hand side of the stomach is closer to the intestine, the pill moves into it faster on that side. This could be especially important for sedentary or bedridden patients to turn right before swallowing. The research was done by an engineer and a fluid dynamics expert. They built a computer model that seems to be the first simulator of the stomach, called, you guessed it, the stomach sim. If you're wondering if you should lay on your left side while eating fruits and vegetables so all the nutrients get absorbed faster, well, don't try that. Although the authors did say they're planning to study the best posture for food digestion next. For our fifth story, part of the solution to climate change could be a food many people have never heard of, according to a study out of Northwestern. In hotter conditions in the coming years, staple crops like rice, corn, and soybeans could be in serious trouble, but we can increasingly turn to a super-resilient food called breadfruit. Earth and planetary scientists at Northwestern looked at predictions of hotter temperatures starting in the 2060s and found only a 4.5% drop in the areas of the world where breadfruit can grow. Breadfruit, it turns out, is neither bread nor fruit. It doesn't have seeds, and it plays a role in cooking that's more like potatoes. Its nutrition is much clearer than its confusing name, packed with fiber, vitamins, and minerals. Plus, it can be turned into flour to make it last longer. In the tropics, people have been enjoying breadfruit for much of recorded history. In some cultures, families celebrate a newborn by planting a breadfruit tree, symbolizing the hope that the baby will have food their entire life. The researchers think breadfruit can be especially important in sub-Saharan Africa, where it's yet to be introduced, but could thrive even as the heat ramps up. As a perennial, breadfruit trees can live for decades and require less energy to harvest than other crops, and it's just one example of the diversity of foods we can look to beyond the small number of crops we rely on today. And an honorable mention for this week's Friday Five. If you're not super excited about dunking yourself in ice water, researchers at Beth Israel Medical Center have your back and they want you to have more healthy fats inside it. Whereas white fat, of course, stores your fried chicken and other forms of energy, brown and beige fat actually burns energy and can help protect against inflammation. So having these fats is great for metabolism and overall health. Babies have lots of brown fat, but we lose it as we get older. And the most well-known way to spur more brown fat is by regularly subjecting yourself to freezing water, which is, as researcher Shingo Kajimura said in the understatement of the month, uncomfortable to most people. His study was published this week in Nature, in which, after 10 years of searching, he's found the enzyme in the body that gets in the way of beige fat forming in the body. The next step is to look for a molecule that limits this rather annoying enzyme, which should, in theory, help with producing more very healthy beige fat. As always, you can find links to all the studies I've discussed this week in the show notes. And please check out the leaps.org magazine online, where you can learn about the latest and most important challenges and developments in science, such as this week, why we need more COVID-19 vaccines for animals. Overall, the leaps.org platform looks at trends and innovations through the lens of rational optimism. You can find out what to be concerned about, but we also tell you which scientific breakthroughs are giving reason for excitement. I hope you enjoyed the Friday Five, and have a great weekend.